Hey, y'all, before we get started, um, just wanted to say this is kind of our first step back into audio podcasting. Um, we've been doing the Revive Nashville Soundcheck for about a year now, and it's all been on Twitch TV um, slash has been games. Um, that will continue, but uh, we're going to try to upload more via audio podcast. Um, it, you know, if if you hear any sounds like uh, notifications and stuff during the during this episode, I apologize. That's just from uh, Twitch itself. Um, going forward, we'll try to remedy that. But for this first episode, um, sit back, enjoy, and thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. You, uh, you um, good? yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Fuck. No, you're good. Uh, we got we got Uncle Beezy in here. Yeah. All right. Did I turn off the music? I did. Oh, his emoji didn't show up on the on the little widget. That's annoying. I feel like I've seen a lot of them. It didn't <clears throat> show up in chat either. A lot of like phone emojis have been doing that recently. Yeah, well, it's shown up in chat for me. I just don't see it like on the little on-screen widget guy. So uh, for me, it looks like a white circle. Yeah, weird. Cool. Uh, well, hey, we are sort of back. Uh, this is like a pre preseason uh, Travis list, uh, not updated logo, screen, or idea. Uh, first episode of the season, but we are here. We are back. Um, this episode's going to be like half talking about the preseason leading up to the season and half kind of chit-chatting about how the format of this might change. Me and John talked about it a little bit beforehand. I've been thinking about it for a couple months. Um, yeah, we'll see where we go from there. But before we start, John, how you doing, buddy? How was your off season? You know, by and large, no complaints. Um, the off season feels like it was both eternity and you know when can you miss it Mm -hmm. so i don't know i feel like i didn't do anything that i said i wanted to do this off season content wise so that's a bummer yeah we we originally were going to keep doing this and then stuff just kept happening and the holidays happened and then i got back from the holidays i'm like close enough to the preseason might as well just wait for the preseason and we try to do it like three weeks in a row but i got uh, hey, thanks for the resub, great pants, great pants fee. Um, don't don't touch my pants. Uh, but yeah, so but we we are back. We're here, right? We're gonna we're gonna keep doing this every week until the end of the season, um, which leads me into some of the I guess changes um, for what we're doing here. So uh, a couple things. Uh, we up until this point, at least in the revival of the soundcheck, um, have not submitted this as a audio podcast. We have not made an attempt to, uh, upload this to, you know, iTunes, uh, Spotify, whatever. Um, I'm going to work to change that. We did it in the past. Um, we used to upload through SoundCloud and it would like distribute to all the channels. Um, we're going to work starting with this episode on making that happen i know a big group of people will you know jump into these streams and watch for two three minutes maybe put in a chat um but would much rather consume this as a on-demand um audio podcast and i get it i listen to podcasts all damn day i listen to every other nsc podcast there is and it just makes sense to have it on that platform i think the live streams is what makes us unique I think the live streams gives us ability to talk directly to you guys and, um, you know, get your feedback like right away that other shows 
that cover NSC can't do, um, yeah. or at least don't do. They can do it. Um, so I'm, I'm, we're going to work to to kind of mesh those two worlds together um, to give you guys the best product possible. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of step one for me. Step two is because of that. Um, I was telling John, I'm not personally married to the idea of having it's like a set like every monday is the live stream i would much rather have a set date for the release of the episode on audio platforms and we try to do this every monday um because what i thought about is there was a couple times last year where we all knew going into like the next week or the week after that we just weren't going to be able to do an episode because I was out of town, John was out of town, someone had some other obligation, whatever. If we're if we're putting all of our effort towards the audio podcast and just recording it live on stream, what's to stop us from recording two episodes in a week? What's to stop us from recording, you know, uh, the episode on Saturday or Sunday and then uploading it on Tuesday? Um and that just What's allows up? us to, to give you guys weekly content. But, like, I know for a fact I'm going to be out of town for a week in March and I will not be able to be reached. Yeah. It is what it is, what, right? What would, uh, what would stop us from doing a, a live show at the, uh, at the tailgate college game day style? <laughs> Dude, if, if I, I've thought about this stuff like this all the time. If I, had, if I had the money, I could make it happen. Like, I know what I need to do to make that stuff happen. It's just like preventatively expensive on the level yeah. I want to do it. Uh, who, but phone stuff, like I want to do stuff like that where we do like little little live streams on the phone that last like fifteen minutes. <laughs> Travis not on camera, calling me surprised. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> you know, okay. This is entirely my fault. We were supposed to start back two weeks in a row now, and I was not able to two straight weeks. And both of those weeks, Travis was available, and then when I was available to come back and start, um, Mister Mister Bug himself is not here. Um, what is it? What is it? He said he said he had things. <laughs> yeah, I think it, that's that's what we're going with. All right, let's see. First time chat. What do you guys think of our preseason results? Uh, well, we've only scored on children, so that's not great, yeah. um, dude. Okay, I, how, how much? How much? Like. How much do you put into preseason results in the MLS or in general across all. sports Nothing. in general? Nothing. I, I look. I really don't. I I I said before the preseason start that started that I was not going to take this preseason um, too seriously when it comes to results or whatever. And granted, Hani set out for a lot of it, and they've been trying different lineups, and they had like a literal child in training camp, which I'm stoked for, and we'll talk about later. But a literal child. Um, cause he, what? He's like 16, right? I think he's like 16 yeah. or 17. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not, I'm not too invested in it, but the fact that we haven't scored on any team other than the U S under twenties, like has me a little weirded out going into the regular season, but I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off on judgment until we're like five or six games in. Um, because I feel like anything can happen to start the season. The MLS is yeah. weird. Preseason's weird. At the five or six game mark is when we will have the amount of games and the amount of like actually being able to watch the team 
um, to be able to start to make judgments. Um, but when it comes to the preseason results, I'm not stoked about it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not over the moon. Yeah, yeah I think that's exactly where I am because essentially, you know, there haven't been a whole lot of additions, right? It's by and large just Papa Pico and Nick DePew. Who I think is a great addition. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, I, I'm completely on board. Um, I feel like if we go back to the games talking either leading up to Houston games or right after Houston games, I mean, he's a he's a goal-dangerous Alex Mawil. Yeah. He's a, he's a very good defensive winger, but with offensive numbers. So I'm excited for, for him to be added to the team. But if you look at it from a chemistry perspective, like Dave is gone, but that's about it. Yeah, Dave is gone, but like it was time. It was time for Mayer to to kind of step into that position. If they weren't going to sell him for, you know, whatever amount of money that he would he would bring in, I think he's good enough. I think he's not a younger version of Dave. They're two different players, but he's yeah. you know the same sort of talent level. Um, and I, when he came in last year, I was never worried. Um, I think it's I think it's his time to take the position over. And they yeah. did a good job, and other podcasts in the NSC market have said this, they did a good job of going to get a comparable player to Dave for less that is going to sit behind um, Isn't Isn't he, Mayer. like, comically similar, though? Like, they're almost the same age from the same They're place both related to Mitt Romney somehow. Both undervalued by the Galaxy, like... yeah. I think it's actually just a mirror that they held in front of of Dave Romney is who they who they bought. Who doesn't start? Out Schaff and Randall and Pico. Uh, dude. Okay, so I, we there's so much to talk about, and we will get into as much as we can. But like, wh- what do you think going into game one? Like, what's different? What's the same? Who starts? Who doesn't? Do you have any surprises that you think are gonna sit? Like. What's going through your mind going into game one? Given that we have, what, another week and a half? Like a week and a half, yeah. Um, I think the only hot take for me is... <laughs> I, I think really Connie wonder... starts. I hope so. Boy, do I hope so. <laughs> We're fucked if he doesn't. That's, yeah. That, that's this is the NSC podcast we can say swears, by the way. Yeah, we, uh, so... we do say, sometimes we say the yeah. fuck word. Yeah, this is the um... fuck word. <laughs> Um, I, I honestly wonder if Wheel might start the first game against, cause I mean, NYCFC has had so many people leave. Uh, they're, they're going to they, be weak this year. Like I, Oh, absolutely. If there was ever a team to play right off the bat when we have like perceived struggles in the preseason, it's this NYCFC team. Yeah. It's a team that lost, I mean, they lost Tati Castellanos and their coach mid season last year. Then they lost a bear signed with Seattle. Maxi Morales left, I think, to go back to South America. Sean John left to Toronto, yeah. and uh, Callens went to South America as well. So, so if if we don't beat NYCFC game one, I'm going to be very upset. So what we're going to do is we're going to put Dax McCarty out there. He's going to start a fist fight in the first five minutes. We're going to get two red cards who, on either though? side Max, of the field. Maxi's gone. So who cares? Hit the next the, the next shortest guy. I I don't know. <laughs> the next shortest just, guy. Just hit somebody. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, th- I mean, I think I think that's a good op- opponent to start off with. I I honestly think if if Hani's Hani, please mm-hmm. I pray to God, I pray to the soccer gods. Hani is like even seventy five percent of the player he was last year would be all star level. Um, yeah. If Hani is Hani, and Fafa Pico is the player that I think he's going to be, in either one of our you know mausoleum of strikers uh decides to start putting the ball into the net we will be a damn good team but that's a lot of ifs and that's also yeah. writing on hani not you know having a 20 tw- it was 2020 where he had injury problems or 2021 uh 2020 it was first year yeah it, that we don't have a 2020 hani and we have you know the last two years um at the at the same time though and I know this was a year one debate, right? What's uh, up, Hunter? Can, can Hani and Randall play the same time? I feel like Randall can function if Hani is rested. Like, I feel like he can fill that role as the hybrid, you know, the, the 10 and the second think, striker. So I've, I've seen people talk about this and I've, excuse me. And I've, I've thought about it. Like Hani is, a, has effectively, right become a second striker he's not playing a traditional 10 anymore no he he's not he's he's essentially a second striker right randall leal i i personally think and we've kind of seen him do it um can play that 10 role yeah what if hani just becomes the striker that we've all wanted and we pick up some something somewhere else in in the summer window dude i don't fucking know but like I'm just trying to think of scenarios where this team is successful with what we have. And I think they will be a good team, but like, I, I just yeah. don't, I, I I'm trying to find the pathway to like the promised land, you know? I think, so I think for me, I would have to bank on an on year from CJ. Yeah. And, and by I on year, been, like how many goals are you thinking? I'm thinking, Goal contributions, goals plus assist, uh, fifteen. Yeah, we do. We we need something like fuck anything. Like I don't know. I just I we I can't watch this team have no striker for another full yeah. season. Um. Yeah, and it's I don't I, I'm going to I will, though. but it's gonna hurt. I look. He's. He's not what he's not a Gary Smith nine. Either. No, and that, I know like we say that we've been saying that for years, but like he's not. Yonder was more than Ake was at this bring point. Bring back Yonder, like, like get get him on a non DP contract. I I I said the entire time when people were like get rid of get rid of Yonder, get rid of Yonder, that he would be he's he's a great player in Gary Smith's system. He was. Yeah. a decent player while he was here he just got covid while he was in uh venezuela on international, international duty. duty yeah and was never the same after that never really got back to full you know full fitness until right there at the end of the playoffs and what happens yonder pulls a yonder and scores against orlando like at the very end of the game like he always did i, I think i think he could have been um a good Something. player for us if yeah covid would if him getting covid wouldn't have happened and 
he could have been talked down to a a lesser contract or like we didn't have some of the crazy fucking cam deal. uh uh pay pay rules team pay rules that the mls has team pay rules are so stupid man i hate it so much let's see i i'm telling so my my pipe dream over the off season and Olivia i know i said this a few times had been Luis Suarez signs with the Galaxy and then Nashville acquires Jovalich. Yeah. Um, obviously that did not happen. Uh, but I real my, my new dream is we go someone... get the Jizz whatever his name is. What <laughs> what's that striker? It's like his it's name like is Horn literally it's Jizz something. something. I think it's Jizz Horn Camp. It is, yeah, Jizz Horn like Camp. It's some, it's some wild, ridiculous Dude, name like that. I looked it up. He his transfer value is like just under a million dollars. Bring him in as a depth piece. He'd be like, it's probably better than Ethan Zubox and Ethan Zubox somewhere else. Bring in Jizz Horn Camp. Let us be. Just, we would be insufferable if we signed a guy yeah. named Jizz. I mean, we're we're insufferable. We're already now. insufferable. Yeah. Yeah, but my my new dream is um. Obviously, I've lowered my expectation to uh, signing somebody from inside the league because that's all that I trust this uh, front office to do well. Um, go back to SKC, Ow. where they have too many strikers, and Mike Jacobs sweet talks Peter Vermees into getting Kyrie Shelton or Alan Polito. Uh, Hunter asks, is it possible the reasons our strikers haven't been successful is mostly tactical? Uh, and then Pants Thief replied, uh, doubtful look at CJ in 2021. I, I lean a little bit more towards Pants Thief here, but I, I, I think you're both kind of right, but yeah, like, I agree. We, so the reason like, like Jonder wasn't successful because we were in this weird time where he got COVID and it, he was out of fitness. He couldn't play for a while up until that point. He was he was progressing how we all wanted uh, uh, Ake Loba to progress, to start getting more and more minutes, more and more playing time, uh, start putting balls into the net. He, you know, he wasn't a superstar striker by any stretch of the imagination. We all had our complaints about him at the time. But he was progressing, enough so that he got a call-up to the national team. Uh, yeah. And then he got the call-up, got COVID, and never really bounced back until right around that playoff run. Yeah. Um, then you bring in Ake Loba, who the club had been going after since, you know, since we started in MLS. Uh, and I firmly believe that their initial plan was to get either him or Hani Mukhtar and build around they, one of they them. They didn't know how to have both. Yeah, and they didn't know how to know how to have both. And Ake Loba wasn't the striker that you you would typically think of a Gary Smith system to have. Um, CJ fits that system. Uh, Teal fits that system, but not as well as CJ. Not as well as CJ. CJ had a down year last year. Personally, I think it was more so him just having a down year and not the system. I think if CJ's on, he fits perfectly. If Teal's on, he fits pretty well. So what had more of a down year last year, CJ's goal production or his crypto salary? Oh, God. Oh, I forgot about that. I wonder (laughs) if he's still doing that, dude. I hope not. Man. I hope not too. Pay him in in give real this dollars. man American dollars. <laughs> oh, dude! I wonder what his losses were. Dude was making. Dude, 
<laughs> Once you translate his salary over, he was making like $28,000 or something. Like He was paying Nashville SC to play for them. Yeah. Oh, poor what guy. What that does for his taxes? Like, God. I don't, like, I don't want to be anyone's accountant because tax rules are wild. But, like, man, you imagine walking into his, like, being his accountant. CJ walks in. He's like, man, what did you do? H man, 100%. He was getting paid in crypto last year. Um, him and uh, he was getting paid. Castellanos was too, right? <laughs> or was he? I know Castellanos was super into uh, NFTs. I think he. I think I think Castellanos was just an NFT boy. Well, because uh, when CJ like announced he was getting paid in crypto, he said he had like talked to a couple of his teammates and like they were gonna do the same thing. And I look around that locker room and who posted about crypto? Castellanos. Next. Dax McCarty. Dax McCarty, crypto boy. Known cryptocurrency yeah. aficionado. <laughs> Dax McCarty. Oh, dude. Uh, but yeah, I. going back to sports. You think, you I, think I, when I, Dax McCarty hears Bitcoin, he thinks of those like chocolate coins that you didn't take the wrapper off of? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, wait, back to strikers. Uh, I think... And I, I don't – and I, I tried to, to preach this on Twitter when it was going down because, like, every, mm-hmm. everyone was bitching about not having that star striker signing right now, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, me included. It, I'll be honest. I, me too. I, I, I would love it right now. But if you look at just trends of players coming from Europe to the U.S. and high-profile ones, they're not going to come over during – uh our summer window typically they're gonna wait i'm sorry our our, our winter window our our winter, winter window. window they're gonna yeah. wait for their season to be over because they're in the middle of either a championship battle it could be a promotion whatever they're they're in the middle of playing for their team in the middle of the season they're gonna wait typically for that to be over for that contract to end and then move so if yeah pipe dream if Giroux is to come to come to nashville if he or oh whoever, if someone was to come to Nashville from Europe, more than likely that would happen during the summer window. And if you had, like, let's just say, just for sake of argument, Nashville has their guy right now. They just haven't announced it. They they are still working on the deal, whatever. Let's just say theoretically they have that guy. Would you rather, as a fan, wait until the summer or have them sign just whoever uh right now and not get the guy that would fit the system right i that's giving them a huge benefit of the doubt because they haven't proved it that they that they you know actually they have because they did that with Shaq. they literally did that with Shaq. they waited for Shaq until the summer window it didn't quite they didn't want to though true i think you can read into mike's mike's interview when they sold alistair and that's a direct like we're going to get him, and then they didn't get him. No, so, that like you were saying, it it comes down to the player wanting to stay in Europe for whatever the rest of their season entails. But uh, I also feel like the direct link of this is who we're targeting. Yeah, as long as it's not like, oh well, we're going to use it to just play hardball, you know? Yeah, H uh, man makes having, a great having point. An idea. He makes a great What's point. Up? He said DP slots instead of international slots, but I get what he was saying. 
Um, he's, yeah. I would like for us to stop giving uh, away, he said DP, he meant international slots for GAM every five minutes, please. Uh, so I, I'm okay with it because, and, and I believe it was Club and Country, uh, I think Wes brought it up, um, yeah. that uh, NSC at like better than every other team in the league rate has gotten their players green cards like i don't know what's going on with their lawyers what connections they have but like players get green cards like that when they come here like they got that ingram money yeah i guess (laughs) man and and they don't necessarily need all those international slots and if they're sitting there fuck dude just get rid of them like get money out of them and they still have slots to spare i think randall leal just got his green card finally um a couple other players did, and and they're not taking up those international spots. So why not use that gam, uh, or get that gam to one pay down salaries, but two go get something else. Where my frustration comes in is when you have uh, a uncle or a, a Scrooge McDuck level of gam sitting in a, a safe room That's somewhere. Big, yes, stop 100%. fucking swimming around in it every off season. Fucking use it and use it, or at the very least, it do. It's so easy to communicate. Say, okay, I I don't know, off the top of my head, Dax McCarty got an incentive bonus on his contract because he did X amount of things last year. And now you have to pay that down with GAM. Tell us, and we will shut the fuck up about GAM. Like, tell us what you're doing with this Scrooge McDuck level of of GAM coins in a room somewhere you're swimming around in. Like, just just let us know. and plus, I've seen in multiple places, Gam and Tam are about to just go away. So what's going to happen with what you have? Is the league going to go, poof, it's gone? Or like, do we need to spend it before before we get to the it disappearing? Like, I don't, I don't know. I think one of one of them's already gone. I think Tam. Yeah, I think Tam is already scheduled to leave. But Gam, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I think Tim. Uh, at Club and Country did I'm like bu- a, an intro to MLS uh, article not too no it would have been before it would have been before season one so I feel like before every season we just need to dig that link up and send him free publicity of like hey everybody okay. who might not understand this league or if you want a refresher because I mean I probably could do with reading that every off season we're gonna play a game like, here read this we're gonna play a game you know oh, you, John, have oh, been no. named MLS commissioner. Okay? okay. Garber has choked on a Cheeto. He's gone. Sorry. Rest in peace. He's dead. It is right. now you. What is your first thing you do with these, the TAM, GAM, designated player, salary cap, whatever, when it comes to how players are paid? <laughs> oh, shit. Congrats. That's a funny, that's a funny uh, thing to drop in chat. Uh, I'm, uh, what do I'm you really... do? What is? How do you change the MLS? I'm really tempted to just say fuck the salary cap. Okay, but then you know that's the only thing. That yeah, everyone now boo John. He is, he is the commissioner. It is custom. It's true. Yeah. No. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone has to hate me now. It's yeah. obligation. Um, salary cap. If you think about it, is really the only thing that keeps MLS as competitive as it is. It's the only thing that has had us like we that's the only reason we've had this amount of parity yeah because without the salary cap you know lafc is just throw they're like they're kidnapping people oh yeah th- yeah to, to they would have re- messy messy already <laughs> yeah 
So I I'm torn on what to do with that, but I mean, there the the studies not the studies but like the statistics come out every time an MLS team plays a Liga MX team. Their like top fourteen to eighteen players are all designated players based on their compensation. Yeah, and that's not good. Like that's unfeasible. So, okay, I, I'm gonna let you finish, and because I'm gonna I'm gonna give the same my my ideas after you kind of finish your spiel. Okay. Um. I this is gonna be this is gonna be a really hot take for a lot of people. I don't want pro rail because I don't want the owners to hate me. Okay. I think let's give USL pro rail. Let's gamble on that. See how it goes because I think they're already trending that way. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I, I saw it earlier. I saw the pro rail or riot earlier, and I was like, no, I'm gonna lean into that a little bit. Yeah. Um. ProRail as a concept really works um, for the sport in general, but ProRail in America, I feel like is very, very potentially problematic. Like, yeah. relegation doesn't really exist in any American sport. Yeah. Um, unless you're the Jets, which somehow haven't. <laughs> like, they've been relegated, they just don't know it yet. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else would I do? I feel like I would keep it... I've, I've had this dream for a number of years... It is MLS East and West of two separate 20-team leagues. And then yeah. MLS Cup is those team like those playoff caliber teams play each other. Okay, okay, but let, let's let's stay away from like league structure changes. I'm talking purely financial. Okay, let, let me let me let me <laughs> compromise and only relegate Cincinnati. Fucking I like done. that. We we yeah, we I'm let's in. just nuke the team. Like just get rid of it. Um Stadium's nice though. Yeah, I, we we can we can take that. Um, we could repurpose that as like a national nice gift hour. shop. Um, so <laughs> here's what I would do. I, I agree with you. I think uh, a lot of the um the devices put in financially for MLS are directly responsible for MLS safely getting to where they are now, where they have a team that's worth a billion dollars. They have a lot of teams that are trending towards that. Um, I think there are five to eight teams in this in this league that if you let them spend more, they would spend more. Um, mm. I would like to think Nashville will be one of those. Who knows? Uh, they have not. no. They have given us I, no evidence I, that they well, ever will. I think I think Nashville would, but on the scale of not going for a superstar player, but the, the base player would be like more expensive. Okay. Um, but I, dude, I would keep almost everything. I think Tam and game is stupid. Get rid of it. Gone. I think the international roster spot and, um, that shit, stupid gone. I'm mm. okay with the designated. Hard to disagree. I'm okay with the de designated player stuff. I think add, one to two more designated player like roles up up the cost like up the bottom or i guess the top of like your normal non-designated player cap so make that more expensive right? right um and salary cap like up it by like 1.5 like not double it but get 
it basically just increase everything. And then my big thing is set. Um, and this will get this would get blowback from owners and probably would not end up happening. But set a spend minimum. Completely on board. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of teams, especially, and I, <clears throat> I feel like a lot of MLS 1.0 teams um, are just happy to be here still. And Looking don't at you, necessarily RSL in Colorado. Take, yeah, don't necessarily nice. take bringing in um, bringing in players seriously. They just kind of want to be competitive. Um, they don't have any aspirations to be a, a a massive team. And in my mind, it's like okay, you're going to evolve with this league, or you're going to be fined until you do. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I think that needs to that that would be kind of my little mishmash there hey dogs stop fighting the nhl does a cap floor and it keeps the coyotes from icing a rec league team <laughs> yeah. a rec league arena yeah so i think the coyotes should have been moved to quebec a long time ago but it's fine. i mean yeah um also uh look at that it's a negative association with the sporting context of the word coyotes let's keep that going um <laughs> hate it man hate it so much um international international slots in most leagues on the planet have some type of purpose or mechanism i think they're important to stay but i do think you should still be able to sell them for some type of like economic benefit yeah um, um okay do, do you have anything else on like financials do you or i didn't cut you off i don't i, just, I don't I, think so okay but i do i do have one curiosity though because if you look at the numbers of like dps by position mm. they're overwhelmingly attackers yeah in an already attack favored league because that's like if you can only spend a certain amount of money you're going to spend a certain amount of money to score goals yeah right unless you're nashville and walker's in stop it it hurts no i'm okay no um, i'm not against it i'm just saying i think it's funny so my question is what if you made it like you can have five DPs. You can have six DPs, but they have to be evenly spread across the field. Ooh. So you have you, like, you mandated them by position. You have like three forward DP slots. You have like two midfield I would think and one like defenseman. Two, two and two, but so the like, goalie and goalie and defense count in the same realm because okay. with the, with the league as it is now, if you have, a DP as a goalie, you are 100% wasting a slot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're stupid. And you can make the argument if you have a DP of a center back, you're wasting a DP slot. Which you can make the art. I'm not making that argument, but I do think Walker being a DP kind of puts Nashville behind the eight ball to where they can't afford to miss with the third DP slot. Hunter has a point. What, how did. does that work if a player plays both fullback and winger? Uh, you, uh, it doesn't. If, if somebody if somebody Gareth Bale's and they start as a fullback and they become a winger, yeah, I don't know. This is I'm I'm spitballing right now. This is the first I've ever conceptualized it. Yeah. Um. I don't I don't have an answer for that. You um, found the glaring obvious hole. In my <laughs> immediately hole. <laughs> Just poked poked at your theory immediately. Uh, oh, if it's like expansion draft protection, you get 60 Ps if it's X, Y, and Z, or four total. 
is that not just Atlanta though? We're gonna buy four tens, and then we're all gonna find a way to to make them all play on the field at the same time. Um. Okay. So I want to keep I want to keep this stream around forty five minutes. So I want to I want to skip to this last bit I have, and then we'll we'll come back next week, or maybe sooner. Who knows? Um. Yeah. Okay. Maybe live from the jersey reveal event. To wrap this up, I want you, and I'll do the same, to say. Two things that wor- worry, wor- worry, worry, there we go, worry you about Nashville SC, and two things that you're excited for for Nashville SC. Dogs, stop fighting. Um, it, it could be, it could be players on field, jersey, atmosphere, parking, what, whatever topic. Um, I'm fucking terrified about parking. Games in a week and a half, and we haven't heard a whisper. Yeah, I, dude, I don't know. I I I looked at it. I went and looked today, and I was like, surely there's something somewhere. There's no no parking anywhere. Like no parking mentioned anywhere. Yeah, so that that absolutely worries me. Um, I guess another thing that worries me is that communication is still not great. Yeah, with the, with the team, two fans, just in general, and I. I told Brian this a little bit before we got started. I was um, uh, not positive on Twitter this morning about like, oh, you know, football's over. Go back to complaining about how Nashville sees communication is horrible. Yeah. Like they have a they have an all day event on Saturday and they sent details about it today. Yeah. I understand like, oh, you know, we're going to make it an event and do this and that. But like, come on, like don't expect me to to clear the full day just because mm-hmm. you said you might be doing something somewhere for sure so i'm a little bit miffed uh i'm still also bitter that uh pharma will never get credentialed and they fucking deserve it yeah look Except we're not I'm trying to get credentialed even, here but, well, oh, no not i no don't credential me i look i've done that in the past i did that with like mexico versus new zealand I got. I didn't really get anything from it. Um, don't credential me. Don't. No one. No one vouched for us to get credentialed because we, we're not looking for that. But pharma definitely or, deserves it. Or do, and we could just be like, hey, guess what? Steven. No, we. <laughs> that would be funny. Honestly, that just would be Steven, funny. Uh, Blair absolutely deserve it. They're like they're rec- They're in the the soccer reporters union. Yeah. yeah. Whatever is whatever they're in. So. Give, give me your good things, and I'm going to touch back on this point after your good things. Give me two things that you're excited for that that are going to be cool, good, or just in general. Uh, wing depth, right? Yeah. That we have Schaff, uh, Fafa, Muil, um, Hawkinson as a winger. Um, still, a, still a Hawkinstan, this guy. Um. Second thing I'm excited for. I'm trying to stay off the field just because I feel like that's that's really easy to yeah. to look at and be excited about. Um, I mean, I'm excited to be back in the fucking stadium. Yeah, because I I had this thought a couple of weeks ago. Like, there are three places that I would say feel like home, and it's my house where I live. No shit. My parents' house where I grew up. Yeah, and Geodis Park. Yeah. No, I agree. For so, sure. 
And I think I think that's my second thing. Yeah, and like I, I it's felt like that since the moment I stepped in. Like I went to a T pro practice last year before the uh, the first game, and it was like it. I've never felt more comfortable in a place in my life. Like it's 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 such it's so, so nice to finally have a place like that. Um, so I'm gonna start off with good, and then wrap up okay. with bad. Um, the reflection of us as people. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a bad person. Um, so I am excited to see um, the progression of Hani Mukhtar. I don't think this guy's slowing down. I, I don't. I, he's he's still That's relatively young. I think he's 27. Oh, right? I haven't looked. I'm scared to look. Yeah. I, I, the rest of the team is so old. I think he, he's still relatively young. Uh, he's been on an upwards trajectory since basically we got back from the pandemic um mm-hmm. since late 2020 no literally since the houston free kick goal at the tail end of 2020 from that moment on it's been, been on a, yeah. a solid line straight up um i i don't think he's done i think he's gonna tear it up this year and i think you need to be right and i need yeah and i need to be right because if <laughs> i'm right if i'm right about that nashville will be a contender because if you're, if you're wrong, if I'm wrong, Nashville might miss the playoffs. Um, there's a lot of other ifs involved in that. Who knows? Maybe we have Adam Sipic, Sipic, Siptic, whatever. Maybe he shows the, up. The Eastern European is a god. I see. So it's Sipic. Sipic. That's I what I know. think it is. Until I'm corrected. Um, um, and then everybody saying beer in the uh, in the comments. <laughs> so. The, the, is this the official beverage of the podcast, the Hard Baja Blasts? Yes. Okay. Um, thing number two is I am excited to see how the back line and the fan culture um, continues to progress. I've Every year since we started back in 2013, it's been better and better and better every single time. And it, it there's always something new. Um, and we're always getting better. I You know, at with the uh, couple asterisks here and there, like the fan protest last year was a little silly in my opinion, but it was just, we, we, we went on about that. Yeah. We've, we've talked about it before. I'm not going to revisit it, but I, I just, I think the, the Nashville has the base here. If they, if they pair it with a run in the playoffs, deep run in the playoffs in the next two, three years, they have a base here to create something special, and they kind of already have. What qualifies as a deep run? Uh, semifinals or final. Okay. I feel like if we get to I the semifinal, like... um, and it's at home, if we have a semifinal game, and then who fucking knows what the playoff situation is going to be, but let's just, let's just pretend it's going to be the same playoff situation we had last year, that there was last year, right? Okay. Nashville is... In my mind, Nashville put them, puts themselves into a position to host a home semifinal. I think that will be a latching on point for the casual fan of Nashville. Do you, um, do and of you course, a final would be conference semifinal or just semifinal, like just a playoff semifinal, which I, would be the conference final. No, conference final is okay. what I meant. Um, okay. se- conference semifinal would be no, anything, any amount of playoffs like first round whatever anything will get our current base beyond excited 
any any amount of home playoff action, especially at Geodis, will be a special environment. Um, yeah. The Preds always had a special environment, but it took them getting to that conference final uh, in 2017, 16, whenever it was. Uh, 17 was the cup final. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But once they got to that conference final is when you started seeing people packing out the street outside, and it, they really latched on. And that's when the casual fan kind of jumped on. We need that. If we get down the next couple of years, Nashville will be a hotbed of soccer forever. Um, so that's the positive, right? And I'm going to add one more positive. I'm actually really stoked for the uh, the Apple TV stuff. I think the content that's going to come out of it is going to be next level. It's going to be amazing. Um, a lot of to- storytelling opportunities there through our, you know through Jaleel, who's back. Um, that they won't take advantage of because they refuse to acknowledge anything before 2020. That's my first bad, the perfect segue. That is my first and my second bad thing is, look, (laughs) look, look. And I I am pushing for it harder than ever before because I'm not going to let the history die. And I've had, look, go just go look at my Twitter, at I'm Brian Taylor. You'll see I I had a tweet go like semi-viral. I had like, 100,000 views on it or something. Anyways. Hey, look at you. Yeah. Uh, Nashville SC started off, and no one, anyone who tells you different is just wrong. Nashville SC started off as Nashville FC in the MPSL, mm-hmm. founded mm-hmm. in 2013. This is the 10-year anniversary. First game was played in 2014, and there is a direct path from that first game to today. And yes, there was a, a restructure in ownership. The club was sold to a new ownership group that took them to USL. Same thing to MLS. But there is a direct path. You would not say that the early Timbers teams are not connected to the Portland Timbers. You would not say that the early Seattle Sounders teams are not connected to the Seattle Sounders. Same situation happened here, right? Yeah. And the club... Other than a, a small little nod here and there, which is a, I'm appreciative of, refuses to to acknowledge MPSL, refuses to acknowledge PDL, or even the USL years outside of a, a nod, right? Um, I think they, they did a good job when the club first launched an MLS to really listen to the fans, to keep us, granted they, they had to go with this like lighter, vibrant, uh, yellow. It's not really gold anymore. But they listen. Yeah, they listen to the fans. To the galaxy for that one. Yeah, that's directly the galaxy's fault. Um, they listened to the fans. They they kept the color scheme. They kept um, they kept the the classic name. They didn't go with like Nashville vibe, which was rumored. They didn't go with yeah. anything like that. They kept Nashville SC, and they have <laughs> do what? They still honor the seventeen seventy nine club. Yeah. And they still have in the stadium the 1779 plaque, which was like that first group that bought into into USL. Um, Wait, I thought that was the first string plaques. No. 1779 oh, Club was the first seven, se- 1,779 people to buy season, season tickets yeah. uh, in USL. And that went on sale. Downstairs. That went on sale announcement day for USL because uh, I still work for the team at that point. At work, it was an amateur club. Um, so, <clears throat> th- like, there's that. Thank you. But 
there is there is opportunity and if you want to talk about the bullshit Wrexham MLS rivalry that was going on 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 Twitter and people were saying that MLS does a bad job with storytelling you're correct there is opportunity to tell one fucking hell of a story in Nashville SC and they have missed the mark every step of the way Nashville SC is where it's at because when it was basically fundraising for NPSL MLS.com MLSsoccer.com I guess wrote an article about Nashville FC and that's what gave it its legitimacy and that's what got the huge influx of fans buying memberships back in the NPSL days like there has been a direct line from that to now and and the club and the league and and everyone involved is missing the mark so fucking hard on telling the history of this club and I get it there was like legal problems along the way with the name not being a strong uh uh trademark and they had to change the name and there's shit like that but there's still a way to tell this story and they're just not uh and i don't know what why why they would do that because there's nothing more uniquely nashville than this story and and how we got here and and i'm just gonna keep fucking talking about it until something happens because I, look, I haven't had a connection with the team since 20... Whenever we moved to, to USL, I've had no connection since then. Uh, 18. 18. So, I, you know, I, I only worked with the club on the social media side and on the marketing side during NPSL. So, I'm very passionate about that. There was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into making that run at a loss on, on a weekly basis. And it, 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 it sucks that it's not being acknowledged how it should and yeah. i think as a group we've kind of started to to recognize that that needs to happen and as a group people that weren't there in mpsl people that were there in usl and found the team in usl are saying the same thing about usl and i agree with them we need to make sure that this story is told from beginning to end uh by the fans first and if we just keep talking about it and won't shut the fuck up about it uh they're gonna have to acknowledge it eventually um and that's, you know, I, I didn't have anything to do with this. It was a surprise to me. I was excited. But that's why I was so stoked when the Roadies announced their scarf being a throwback to that first NPSL Founders member you scarf. Mean, you mean to tell me you didn't have a single hand in that? No, I, I literally didn't design it. I, I, I The one thing I had was I got a text message saying, can you send me, like, because I had, like, the, uh, the rendering of the original scarf from uh, hmm? Roughneck. And I was like, yeah. hey, can you send me that? And I was like, yeah, sure, here you go. And uh, and then this popped up. I, I had nothing to do with it. Um, I have the hardest time believing you. It wasn't me. I would claim it from here until forever. It, that, it that, that I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did, however, make a, a like six by eight foot flag with uh, founded in 2013 or established 2013 and those same stripes on it. That was me. Um, so, yeah, did I, I just. I want to make sure, and I don't know if it's going to have to be through us, um, if that's going to be through uh, supporters groups, other podcasts. Um, <coughs> just Sorry, I'm choking up. Uh, to keep telling this story. And by choking up, I mean literally choking. I'm not going to cry. Um, it's okay to cry. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, keep telling the story and just, like, just get the word out there. And look, f- dude, 
I promise any other podcast that may hear this or see this, I promise I won't say the fuck word on your podcast. <laughs> I, I will tell whatever NPSL era stories you need. I will help spread this if you guys need me on the, on those shows to help talk about this because I was there from the beginning. Like yeah. I, I literally worked with the club from the beginning. So, um, okay. So we got a couple questions that during my rant I, I missed. Uh, Hunter said he can't decide 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 uh, what supporter group to join. Um, so okay. I, so go ahead. Go I, ahead, have, go ahead. I have I've talked for that. Brian Brian is hardline roadies. I am on the assembly board. Um, we'll both talk up our groups in general, but and then we'll fight to the death yes, for your the, love to the to the death. Um, Brian will win. This actually happens um, before every tailgate. Me and John fist fight in the parking lot, and whoever wins gets more. Like we just direct all the members that that to that tent. Yeah. Um, but I w- I would say hit a tailgate, um, go to some watch parties for each um, each individual SG. Yeah. And just learn who you vibe with. Um, if if you vibe with the roadies, I'm not going to take that personal. If you vibe with the assembly, I will take it personal, and I Brian, will hit, no, Brian yeah. might take it personally. Um, <laughs> I will take just, it personally. See where see where you land, I guess, because I mean that's what I did. Yeah, I know Brian probably has a little bit different because he no, like, dude was the third roadie of all time. I was no, I shit. was like the sixth roadie. I was actually in another supporters group that lasted for one match before uh, the roadies. So there was a supporters group called a Yellow Hammer that I just saw first, and I thought they were the first group, and it was like two guys. Um, so I claimed Yellow Hammer for like. A day. A day. And I they yeah. had like their first um their first like meeting or whatever of the group. And I showed up and it was me and like one other guy. And I was like, okay. And then Ron Deal, um uh Simeon and like two other guys that I can't remember their name from the roadies, like the original roadies, showed up <clears throat> and like they were just at the meeting talking to I forget the dude's name, but we was talking to the guy and by the end of the meeting, I was like, I think I'm going to join the roadies. <laughs> yeah. I was like, member six, but yeah. Yeah. I will say, and this might this might sway any of you, and I will do this on purpose. Uh, we're going to have Southern Griff, Southern Grist on draft again this year. <coughs> our plan. So their, their shit is really good. So I actually went up to one of their tap rooms recently. I will hard vouch for us. Yeah. So, okay. Again, you have me. Super involved with the roadies, John. Super involved with assembly. Um, uh, sad bug. Super involved with the croc block. So, yeah, which I guess we're all somewhat involved with, and isn't like a real supporters <laughs> group, but yeah, just us being. It could be. Who knows? Um, but what I tell people now is one: there is nothing wrong with being a member of multiple groups. Um, no. Nothing wrong with it. Um, in fact, I encourage it because the every cent spent in any of the official groups of the back line um and some of the other ones i don't know um but any of the official groups in the back line every single cent spent is put directly back into making the nashville sc atmosphere what it is you see the smoke on it you see this i can't the smoke right there on on the the background screen like that that is from you people joining these groups right stuff like that the labrigada flag you see in that background like that was bought from that like tifos tailgates whatever there's nothing wrong with joining multiple groups um now when you know you you gotta like john said just jump around see who you vibe with who you want to join 
I know some groups are bigger than others. Like I think ro- the roadies are still the biggest group, just because we've been around the oh, longest, I, and it's, it's. I would expect that. And it's it's, far, it's yeah. a lot of, <clears throat> it's a lot of you know power by numbers trying to get everyone involved. But like there's, every group does that, right? And every group has has their certain thing that they they latch onto or like their identity or whatever. Jump around, man. Talk to everybody and. There's nothing wrong with if like La Brigada puts out a badass scarf and you don't really you know you not you don't really feel an attachment to that group but you want the badass scarf, dude. Buy a membership, get the badass yeah. scarf, and they will use that money to make their ta- tailgate amazing, which will in turn bring in more people that may not necessarily be like you, but will enjoy that atmosphere. Or same thing with the assembly. If assembly puts out a badass scarf, I'm gonna pay to be in the assembly for a year and get a badass scarf right um so yeah just jump around make friends at the end of the day we're all in the back line we're all all nsc fans uh 100%. and and everyone's kind of on the same page i i there's rarely any like negative emotions between the groups like from what i've experienced it's everyone's just trying to be fucking loud and drink beer I will say, as a as a response to H Man's, uh, when are we tifoing the sad bug? Uh, I can make that I happen. Would, I would not complain for a sad bug two pole. I can make that happen. I would. I would not complain. I t- I tend to bring the the random two pole memes and and flags and shit, so I can make that the happen. The thing the thing about that and why I really want it to happen is the potential to get like if you put the sad bug and then the sound checks like twitter on there mm-hmm. and if we got timbo to get a hold of that <laughs> that would be it would be excellent oh and yep titan broncos makes a good point you don't need to be yeah, sitting in the supporter section to join a supporters group you could be sitting you don't even have to have season tickets you don't have to be in the damn stadium you can live in connecticut yeah. and be a member of the roadies um like, there, there are some of the abroad members have joined SGs, right? Like yeah, all the, some of the 100%. UK fans have. One hundred percent. It, it, it will do nothing but help the <clears throat> the atmosphere in that stadium. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Okay, I think this is a good stopping point. Sad bug, but with Travis's face. Oh, one hundred percent. I'll make it happen, dude. Uh, do I need to be in a supporters group to be in the supporters section? No, no, no. You so the supporters section. Has always been, will always be, general admission. You can, and it's always the cheapest seat in the stadium. You can buy mm-hmm. a ticket, and if you get there, um, with the exception of the capo stands and where they put the drums and the instruments, uh, you can sit wherever you want. You get, you get there first, you can sit there. Um, so you know, <clears throat> if you wanna, if you wanna test it out, I would suggest just going to a game and and yeah. maybe not joining a group go to a game go to the supporter tailgate wherever the fuck that's going to be this year yeah. and um uh, you know d- jump around talk to people in la Brigada, talk to people in uh the heaters talk to people in the roadies um who i'm missing eastern front um fubar who's official fubar is official this year uh, yeah. the assembly talk to john he'll give you a hug maybe tickle you don't make it weird it's just a thing he does no john don't you you do you literally um, just said, don't make it weird. No, I'm telling them not to make it weird. I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to help you out. you don't make it weird. <laughs> talk, talk to people. Have fun. Uh, go to the game. Sit wherever. There's no, there's no uh, 
like assigned areas per supporter group in the section. Once you get in there, the supporter group is kind of almost shed away and you're just a member of the back line. Like once you're in the stadium, it no longer really matters. You're just in the back line. Um, yeah. So yeah, just get weird, man. Define weird. Uh, every person has a different hey, line. We're a goofy I don't know what here. to tell you. We're yeah. John's just a silly little guy. All right, and and you just need to let the silly little guy come out sometimes. Uh, no, I, I keep him in that closet back there. You know, ah. he only comes out on special occasions. Ah. I see. Uh, cool. Um, all right, we're at an hour, so we're gonna wrap up here. I was gonna go forty-five minutes, and then I went on like a ten-minute rant. Uh, <laughs> a well a well needed 10 minute rant though like hey. we we can't afford to let what would that have been like five years of the best story mm. and i say this with incredible bias that an mls team has to offer like we climbed the pyramid yeah and, and under a decade okay yes we climbed the pyramid in like eight years or whatever Official, it was. oh officially in like five years because we got the mls bid True. before usl even started um yeah, and and my last my last thing on it, uh, I'm sure another fan base will get a hold of this or one of my future rants. And be like, oh, they technically folded and the legal entity of the club went away. Eat my ass. Fucking shut up. <laughs> like, sure, the 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 legal entity dissolved and the assets were sold and blah 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 blah. You wouldn't say that about the, say that about the Sounders. You wouldn't say that about the Timbers. You wouldn't say that about all these other clubs that were in the old and and NASL back in the day and came back you wouldn't say i'm pretty sure the cosmos have dissolved and come back 14 times at this point like yeah you wouldn't say it the 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 spiritual heart of the club has gone on the roadies have been around since the very beginning the assembly have been around since i think year one of usl like you all these groups all these people have been around since this project started and don't let other p other fan bases that want to get a rise out of you take your joy have fun with the the uh, the journey, I guess. Um, cool. All right, we're going to wrap up here. Uh, just to kind of go over one more time, uh, pay attention to both the has-been and the Nashville soundcheck and mine and John's Twitter on any news on this being uploaded to Spotify, iTunes, whatever. I'm going to work on that tomorrow. Excuse me. Um, uh, I'm also working on reformatting how the stream looks and and probably get rid of the sound alerts just so we have a better product to upload um to SoundCloud. you mean you don't want you don't want hank hill about to bust i like kind of do but <laughs> we'll fight we'll get we'll we'll make a compromise somewhere um but yeah so just keep an eye out uh we're gonna we're gonna do a lot this year so um yeah, thank thank to you guys for tuning in. Thanks for whoever dropped the sub. I didn't see it. Oh my goodness, I'm Hunter about gifted to, bust. to Titan Broncos. Do what? Hunter gifted to Titan Broncos two pals. Aw, buddies. Um, cool. Nothing but sound alerts right now. Okay, see you guys. <laughs> we'll uh we'll be back for sure next week. Um, just don't know the format, but we'll be back. See you. See y'all. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that damn little internet, man, you just going on there and point and click, get in there talk about www.com, me, you got them chicks on there, man, you go click, 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 it's real easy, man. Okay, now bye.